Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2009. Today we're going to go on a tour. It's going to be fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm back in beautiful Monterey, California, with a very special returning guest by the name of Rick Barnett. Hey, Rick, welcome back to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? All set. Yeah, you're always all set. Now, last time I had you on the show, uh, we talked about your Concours at Pasadera event. And today we're going to be talking about a tour. I'm going to give you a, a little introduction here about your tour. But before I do that, my first question for you here is a, is an interesting one because we had a nice little pre-show chat and you you kind of enlightened me on some things that I wasn't aware of. Isn't it a little early to be uh, starting to think about uh, cars and car events in the Monterey Peninsula? Uh, in the month of March? Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, from the time that we announced the launch of the Coast to Copper Blossom Trail run that we will be doing mid-March, from the time we announced that, I've got a number of comments from collectors and enthusiasts about so-called kicking off car season on the Monterey Peninsula mid-March. But the facts are that for those of us that have lived here for a while, and certainly those that are car enthusiasts, we start to see the trailers arrive and the cars come into town in April, the shops, the specialty shops, the paint shops, the upholstery shops, the mechanical engineering shops, wheel balancing, tires start to come in. We start to see all of this activity, Mark, in April, and things really get rolling by mid-April. There is a lot of activity that goes on here on the peninsula. So really launching or kicking off car season mid-March seemed like the perfect time to uh, make the announcement to uh, admirers that car season is beginning on the Monterey Peninsula. And of course, uh, it's all in preparation for just a few days in August. So yeah. it's hard to imagine, <laughs> but that's the case. It's pretty cool. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to talk about the tour today. Rick Barnett is the organizer of the Coast to Copper Blossom Trail Run, a spectacular tour that starts on March 19th and begins at the Lodge at Pebble Beach, travels through the blossom groves of the Central Valley, the Sierra Foothills, and to Yosemite National Park's the Awani Hotel. The event concludes with the Copper Valley Concours and a return to Monterey. This year's event celebrates Ferrari. 75th anniversary and the 65th anniversary of the Laguna Seca Raceway. How cool is that? Rick is also the chairman of the Concours at Pasadera. If you go back and listen to my talk with Rick we had last May, you'll learn all about that event, which kicks off Car Week on the Monterey Peninsula. Rick currently serves as a contributing editor at the Art Business News, and he is the chairman of the board of the Bridge Restoration Ministry, an addiction recovery program for men and women on the Monterey Peninsula, which we'll learn more about today as well. I will be back in just a minute to head out on this tour, but first a word from our valued sponsor, so give them a little listen, and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered 
for moderate weather conditions, and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV rain and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Rick, uh, let's talk about what makes this tour so special because you're traveling through a beautiful part of the country to a spectacular destination, of course, Yosemite, but there's a lot more to it than that. So I'm going to start with a couple questions about this tour. First and foremost, how many cars take part? Yeah, well, the, the maximum number that we're allowing is 60. We're not certain that we're going to approach that number in its entirety because it's based strictly on what has been accepted by the jury. But we are going to have an incredible event, a mix of cars, not just Ferrari. And you mentioned earlier, Mark, about the 75th anniversary of Ferrari. We're going to have some amazing Ferraris that will be on this tour, but also We have reached out not just to the Ferrari Club, but also to the Mercedes, Jaguar, and Porsche Clubs, and uh, they will have entries into the tour as well. Very cool. Yes, some of the cars that you had known at Porsche 356s and early 911s, uh, 707 horsepower Trackhawk, uh, the 430 355 GTC Lusso, Ferraris, the 458 Marinellos, even Sunbeam Tigers, Jaguars. I mean, yeah. what's cool about these events is people are getting their cars out there and they're driving them. Uh, the cars that you see on your event typically, are they typically what I call collector driver's cars or some of these cars that will end up on lawns at Concours events? 
Yeah. Well, we have a little bit of each on this event, you know, uh, depending on the pockets of the enthusiast. Uh, and I say that with a bit of a smile. Yeah. We know sometimes these drivers, these enthusiasts will get on a melee as, a, as an example, and they'll bring a, a 50s era Testarossa that is worth 50, 60 million dollars, uh, bring it on, bring it uh, on the melee race and then uh, on the tour. And then they'll go through that entire thing, bring it back to their uh, shop, their studio, and strip it, strip the paint down to bare metal, and repaint the entire car. Oh probably a hundred thousand dollar paint job, just because they went on that tour. And there's some road dings now that have created some imperfections on the paint, and they can't have that. Yeah. And so they have to have to strip and repaint the car. So that is obviously excessive. And then we have cars as an example. A 1953 Jaguar XK120 that has run a number of endurance races around the United States and is very much a driver event car, race car, but driver event car. And that car will be kept in its pure form and and will be in the race as well. So, I mean, just imagine this year uh, we have driven by the owner a Ferrari, uh, I'm talking about the owner of Ferrari, driving a Ferrari, uh, <laughs> SF90, 1,000 horsepower Ferrari that'll be on the on the tour. Whoa. And then we have a 356 Porsche that, oh gosh, I don't know, what is that, Mark? 70 horsepower, 80 yeah, horsepower? Yeah, on a good day, 90 on a good day if it's a super, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a great event. Yeah, they're they're so much fun. So let's walk through how this event progresses for people that have heard about these tours. And there's a lot of tours across the country, some some that have been around for a long, long time. This is the first year of the tour. Yeah, this will be the fourth year of the concourse. So the tour is connected with the concourse. Yeah, this is the first year of the tour. Very cool. Uh, inaugural, which yeah. would be would be great. Yeah. So you get a special badge, yeah. I guess, or something like that if you participate. Yeah. So this starts off at the legendary Pebble Beach uh, Lodge, uh, but you have a little event the night before, right? That's right. So there'll be a press party at the club at Pasadera. Drivers will bring their cars uh, and stage them at the legendary courtyard at Pasadera. Uh, this is a Jack Nicholas club, a signature club and exceptional golf course. And so press party will happen Thursday night and that'll be a lot of fun from five to seven. And then the next day, the cars will uh, meet at the market at um, Pebble Beach and we'll have a little breakfast. And then uh, we'll take off from the lodge to enter into segments. And I say segments because some have are no longer accessible segments of the old race course at Pebble Beach, which I would encourage anybody to do a little bit of web research time. It's a fascinating race yeah. from 1950 to 1956, where cars would race through the forest at Pebble Beach. And you can just imagine if you've ever been to Pebble racing through the forest oh, with gosh. cypress trees Crazy. as your uh, bumpers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There were, were pretty nasty accidents. But Phil Hill was uh, was certainly part of that, that those races. We'll do segments of the old race course at Pebble. Nice. Ending in 1956, Laguna Seca Raceway was built in 57. And the inaugural race that happened at Laguna Seca, the continuation of the Pebble Beach Forest Race, moved on to the new track at Laguna Seca and Ferrari in the Testarossa won that race in 1957. And so it's very fitting that we take off from Pebble 
and see that historical tour, go to Laguna Seca, and in all, in doing all of that, honoring uh, the Ferrari mark in its 75th anniversary. Very cool. So from there, you guys head out to the Sierra foothills, is that right? Well, from there, we take about an hour and a half drive to the little town of Hillmar. Okay. When I tell that to people who live anywhere around here, they have no idea where that is. <laughs> but it's actually a town, a small town that became famous uh, because <clears throat> a number of dairy farmers, wealthy dairy farmers, got together and created a consortium and actually built a cheese production factory, a very large cheese production factory in this little town and the highest quality milk is brought into Hillmar. The cheese is created and it is world-class cheese that gets shipped all over the world. Wow. And they have a museum there. They have a visitor center, a fine restaurant and so forth. And so the cars will stop there. We'll have lunch, do a, a factory tour and then continue on to our next destination. Very cool. I had no idea about all that with the cheese. That's pretty right. neat. It's a great thing of some of these, yeah. many of these tours is they take you to, to obscure places that you'd never heard of or out of the way places. And typically these tours like yours, they're not just, you stay off the freeways as much as possible, right? You're, you're more about That's back correct. roads and beautiful scenery. So from there, from Hillmar, you send, you, you spend, you send or drive into the Sierra foothills, which is just right. spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a special time of year. So for about a six-week period of time through the Central Valley, the blossom groves of almonds are in full bloom, and they are spectacular. They're white blooms, and uh, the ground and the trees, it looks like you're going into a wedding reception. It is wow. just absolutely exceptional. And so the cars will drive through country roads that take advantage of the beautiful blossoms from the blossom, uh, from the almond trees. And then we will work our way to the town of Copperopolis, which again, a lot of people don't know where Copperopolis, <laughs> Copperopolis okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's about an hour and 15 minutes away from Yosemite and thousand foot elevation. It is a town that back in the mid 2000s, Castle and Cook out of Bakersfield bought land and created an exceptional golf course so the same golf course that uh, a designer that built Clint Eastwood's Tehama course here in Monterey built Saddle Creek and Jay Morrish, and so an exceptional golf course. And then obviously houses, lots were sold, and beautiful homes were built around the golf course. What was different about this development was the Castle and Cook, uh, during that period of time, decided that right on Highway 4, where it intersects, and works its way either to Sonora or to Angel's Camp and on its way to Yosemite, where Highway 4 intersects into that, that finger, they decided to build a town. Mm. And the small, I, I don't want to say insignificant, historic town of Copperopolis was there, the old town, but Castle and Cook decided to build uh, almost a Disneyland downtown with a courthouse and a retail center and town square and restaurants and shops and uh, on and on. And so they spent back in those days, they spent $68 million creating a town in the middle of nowhere, Wow! which has become now uh, quite a destination point exceptional restaurants and just almost a Disneyland. If you can imagine Walt Disney 
finding that same piece of dirt and saying, I'm going to create a Disneyland-like experience yeah. in, in that area. That's what it's like. And uh, wow. so we will pull, we'll pull in, after going through the beautiful Blossom Groves, we'll pull into Copperopolis. Our guests will check into their hotels or into the bungalows that surround the golf course at the club. And then uh, that evening, uh, we have a welcome reception at Quill Creek, which is a, a exceptional development there, a wine and cheese party that's being hosted by uh, the vineyards in that area, excellent wine vineyards. And then the next morning, very exciting. Uh, we have a number of excursions that our guests will be able to participate in, one of which is leaving Copperopolis and going over the grade and dropping down into the breathtaking Yosemite Valley and having lunch at the famous Awani Hotel. Nice. Sounds spectacular. It sounds like yeah. so so much fun. Uh, absolutely oh, yeah. breathtaking. And then um, from there, what happens? Because uh, I understand, well, the, will the cars be on display for townspeople or people to see in Copperopolis? Right. That'll be on Sunday. So Saturday will conclude. Saturday will conclude with uh, the Ferraris and the cars driving around Yosemite Valley or the some of the other excursion sites. And then Saturday night, we have a banquet at the club uh, Sunday morning, the car, the drivers will get up and begin to stage their cars around town square. And then uh, Sunday, beginning at 10 o'clock, the Concours at Copper Valley will begin. Beautiful awards that have been created by the Tiffany and company out of New York. And then uh, things will conclude Sunday afternoon and drivers will return home. Now, is the um, the Concours more than just the cars participating in your event, or is it just those cars? No, it is it is just those cars. However, we have connected with a, another car organization called, that, that puts on a car show in Copperopolis each year, the Hot Copper Nights Car Show. It's a big thing. I mean, hundreds of cars, uh, thousands of people, We've invited them. We've extended an invitation for oh, uh, guests and uh, those cars to not be part of the Concord in Town Square, but there is a segment area of towns of the town center that, that those cars will be parked. So we're expecting some very interesting uh, American-focused cars at that semi-event that will be happening along with, uh, along with our Concord. Sounds spectacular. We're going to take a short break. We come back. We've got some more to share with you about this event. So sit tight. Keep the seatbelts on. We're still rolling. We'll be right back. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because, well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba Wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from AutoGeek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection against damaging environmental contaminants. This wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their very skilled technical support. Autogeek.net. That's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. So one of the cool things that you've done here is you've teamed up with a friend of mine, a past Cars yeah guest, artist Lynn Heiner, and she's created a, yeah. an events poster for you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what she calls Gabriella. Well, uh, first of all, Lynn 
is a spectacular person, wonderful person. Yeah. I first met Lynn at one of the art exhibition shows that our company owns, Art Expo New York. So the world's largest art exhibition trade show that is held in New York each year, uh, now in its 45th year. Lynn was an exhibitor at that show. And at that time, uh, her artistic style, although it had not yet been focused on automotive art, you could see that it could really lend itself to that kind of interpretation. And so as time went on, Lynn became more proficient and more interested in cars. She's always been a car girl. I mean, if you listen to Lynn's story, her bio, she's she and her dad. I mean, she's always been a car girl, but she finally put her interests uh, to work with uh, paint and brush and, uh, and has created some amazing cars. Re- recently, as you may know, Mark, she was at the Peterson. Lynn and I worked together on choosing a piece of artwork for this year's inaugural event, the launch of the event, and it is a 1959 250 GT short wheelbase and uh, Ferrari, and it's yellow, and it is striking, absolutely striking. So that became the poster piece this year. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, I understand you're going to be doing 100 limited edition signed proofs with certificates of authenticity. Now, are these going to be available to anybody that goes to a website somewhere? Can they buy them? Right. So they'll they'll actually be 100 uh, pieces that are signed, and then there'll be one, uh, 25 pieces that are artist proofs. And those artist proofs will have certificates of authenticity. They will be framed. They will actually have original artwork individually put on each one of the 25 pieces. Lynn will be do- doing a special drawing on each one of the artist proof nice. pieces. And those, yes, those will be available on the website. You can go to first go to PasaderaConcord.com and then click through to the uh, run. Uh, it'll bring you right to the, the Blossom Trail run. So Lynn, you know, I just, gosh, I just absolutely think the world of Lynn and the work that she created on this uh on this Ferrari is just perfect for the launch of this event. Yeah, I'll give you a, a, guys a teaser. If you go to the Car Show website to the show notes page for Rick here today, you'll see an image there that I'll put on his show notes page. But I'll make sure I put links to the website we're talking about. So if you want to get your hands on one of these. And Lynn is just a, you're right, she's a spectacular lady in, in all senses. And her work has evolved so beautifully over the years, uh, specifically with cars, because that's my favorite. But she also does some beautiful floral paintings and things and most of my house well, all the walls of my house have cars hanging on them my wife's a saint but i'm sure if i let her see some of uh lynn's flower paintings i might have to pull some car paintings down and put <laughs> put some flower paintings up which is pretty cool you know i want to go back to a couple cool things here just real quickly uh, your events surrounding some key anniversaries and, and coming up in 2022, the uh, Concor is celebrating Ferrari's 75th anniversary and, of course, Laguna Seca's anniversary. Uh, you'll be uh, focusing on the houses of Ferrari, Paninfarina, Bertone. Let's talk a little bit about the upcoming 2022 Pasadera Concor. What can people expect to see? Well, since we were talking about art, I will tell you that last year in 2021, the car that won the Pasadera Cup at the Concours was a mid-50s Testarossa that was absolutely breathtaking. Uh, you know, a museum car that is just outstanding. And and although definitely a showpiece, it's not a wallflower. The The car is actually driven uh, in uh, Miles and then returned back to its 
perfect state for exhibition. And that car was so striking at the 2021 event. As we talked about the 2022 event and Ferrari's honoring Ferrari's 75th anniversary, we did a little research on the car that won the uh, 1957 Laguna Seca race, of course, a Ferrari Testarossa, and, and the whole history behind that race, which is absolutely fascinating. And you can go online and get the details on it. But Peter Lovingly actually won the race in the Testarossa and was being chased by Mercedes 300 SL. And, you know, it was it, it's such an exciting story. So James Caldwell, who is the has been the Concor, uh, Concorso Italiano artist each year, the poster artist each year, is also a friend of mine, also exhibited at both New York and Miami shows like Lynn. And I asked James, since he has uh, had such experience with Ferraris and so forth, if he would be interested in capturing that race of the Ferrari in the lead being chased by the uh, 300 SL going through the corkscrew at Laguna Seca. And James has been working on that piece for the last four months. And I'll be meeting with him uh, in just a few weeks to go through his first draft of the painting. But that piece has already been sold for $50,000 and um, uh, the original and prints will be made of that as well. So celebrating Ferrari's 75th anniversary, Laguna Seca's 65th anniversary, the James Caldwell painting of Ferrari wins will be the 2022 Concours at Pasadena poster. And uh, boy, it, it will be exciting. Yeah, that's very cool. You know, I was friends with Pete Lovely. He lives up here in the Pacific Northwest, and I met him yeah. when I moved here 28 years ago. We, we lost him, of course, years ago, but actually, I actually employed a couple of his daughters. They worked for me. That car of Pete's that he ended up back with, I think it was the same car that Butch Dennison restored for John Shirley. And then that has gone on to other hands since then. I think it's the same car he was driving then because that beautiful uh, 500 TR. But uh, yeah, Pete was, uh, man, he had quite a history with cars. I mean, he raced F1 yeah. cars and or Lotus yeah. and uh, yeah, and, and had yeah. quite a collection of cars too, which was yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, but this is a little different structuring of the question I asked you last time. For your upcoming tour, if you could pick any car in the world to drive on this tour, what would it be and why? <laughs> I got him. I've got him stumped. <laughs> I should have been prepared for that question because you did that <laughs> the last time. You know, I think in this particular case, because of the historical nature of the the 75th anniversary of Ferrari, it would have to be a Ferrari. Okay. And I think if I were to pick, if I were to pick a Ferrari that I would love to uh, own and drive and participate in, it probably would have been a Lusso that we showcased at the 2021 event. There was a, a, a Lusso that that uh, won a Tiffany Award at the 2021 event. Absolutely spectacular car, early 60s car. And I think that probably would be the car that I would enjoy most driving. My uh, my wife would, would enjoy being in the passenger seat, and I think that would be a comfortable car to drive. 
Well, you know, I think you're probably right because while you think about GTOs or TRs or some of these race cars, they are fun, but they can get a little long in tooth and very noisy, uh, you know, very quickly uh, versus a track time where you're off the track for maybe 15, 20 minutes or maybe a half hour if you're lucky. Uh, But something like a Luso, yeah, very spectacular touring car, beautiful car. It's got that V12 so you can get up and go and have some fun. Uh, And the car that was adorned with your award there at your event last year, oh. Oh, yeah, that would be yeah. pretty cool. You're going to cost me a pretty penny today, Rick. That's going to cost me to get that car in your hands, isn't it? Ouch. <laughs> it, was a, it was a 64 Luso that ended up in a total accident. Semi passed it by on its side, and the wheels and the lug nuts ripped the entire side of the car apart and yeah. flipped the car a couple of times into a ditch. And the owner broke a number of bones. And now in the mid-70s, he's in the mid-70s, it took many, many, many years for that car to be totally restored. And the day of our event in 2021, Ole Erickson and his son, Peter, had just completed the final work on the car after, I think, over 10 years of restoration. At 1.30 in the morning, on Friday morning, they completed the restoration on that car and drove the car to the event. And just, it was an emotional it was an emotional experience, really. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Well, I'd be remiss not to talk about charities because Concours events like yours and tours like yours, there's a, usually a charitable facet of these things. And I want you to talk a little bit again about Bridge Restoration Ministry, which you're heavily involved in. And I love this charity because it's all about helping people get back to work and fend for themselves, which gives people the ultimate sense of dignity and self-worth. And it builds character at a point where they realize I can take care of myself. I don't have to keep accepting handouts to live my life. And it gets them off addiction and back into society. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. You know, we're fortunate this year, both with the tour and also the Concours event, that uh, we've aligned ourselves again with three charities, uh, the Laguna Seca Raceway Foundation, which benefits everyone in the racing world, and then CASA, which is Court Appointed Special Advocates, and uh, it works in conjunction with the Foster uh, Child Program, which is just terrific. But as those children that are going through uh, a challenging childhood grow up, a lot of them find themselves hanging out with the wrong people and uh, making making decisions that ultimately would affect their lives and, and the lives of their family and, uh, and their community. Drug addiction, I mean, it takes, uh, all you have to do is turn on the news these days and realize uh, what's happening with the fentanyl crisis and the opioid addiction crisis. And uh, this last year, before the year ended, we lost over 100 thousand people in the United States to drug overdose. And so, uh, let alone all of the addiction problems that have plagued our society during this last year. So the Bridge Restoration Ministry is an addiction recovery program that was started about 15 years ago from a individual, a man and his wife. He was an EMT and ended up with a heroin addiction and lost everything lost his family, lost uh, everything, uh, living in his, in his car and um, uh, nearly lost his life, ended up uh, having half his body paralyzed. And from that, his new wife, his second wife, and he made a decision that they would reach out their mission in life to Christian organization. And their mission in life was to reach out 
to those that are dealing with the affliction of, of addiction and find a way to give them that opportunity to turn their lives around. And so they're connected with a home church here in the Monterey Peninsula, Calvary Chapel of Monterey. The, the main house, which we're very grateful, we had a, a, benefit, a, a donor purchase that just recently for the program. The main house is uh, overlooks the ocean in Pacific Grove, houses 22 men. And then we have a second phase home. After their first year with us, they can move on to second phase. And we have a first and second phase women's program as well that was started about five, six years ago, brings women through the program for one year and then offers them a second phase one year growth program as well. And uh, as they go into second phase, they uh, have an opportunity to put to use a lot of the skill sets and vocational training that they were given during the second portion of their first phase with the bridge. This is a program that is funded by contributors. We do not require that a member of the program uh, pay for the program. We obviously go through a a long interview process to to bring the right people in. But, you know, they, they stay with us for an entire year. We clothe them. We feed them. We take care of their medical needs. We bring them through vocational training exercises. They reach out into the community during that period of time and help, along with others and, and uh, community service programs and support uh, members of the community. And then at the end of that year, they are ready to go back uh, into society and with their family in many cases and begin to work in the vocational training that they have received. And so, you know, it's a very exciting program. And of course, the second phase is something that's important as well. Some of these uh, men and women don't have the infrastructure to return back to their family or return back to the community at that time. And so the second phase program allows those individuals to be with us a little bit longer and establish themselves, build up finances and so forth. And through the years, we've uh, graduated hundreds of men and women and the success stories, the testimonials are, they're tearjerkers. I mean, that's the only way to explain it. They are tearjerkers. And we're very fortunate. We have a a very strong board of a former chairman of Yahoo's on our board. We've got, well, we've just got some incredible people that are on that board. And and we're just thrilled to be serving in that way. Very nice. Bridge Restoration Ministry, I'll put a link to that uh, great slogan they have there, Life Restored, Faith, Family, Community. Uh, it's all about improving everything uh, in the world that we live in these days. It's absolutely spectacular. You can learn more about Coast to Copper Blossom Trail Run on the Monterey, well, actually on the website uh, that Rick has. And what is that website, Rick? Well, they can go right to the Concord website, so PasaderaConcord.com, and they'll learn about the run that is going to be in mid-March, and they'll also be able to be kept current on the new changes and exciting things that will be happening in August at the Concord. Now, are there still some slots open if somebody out there has the right car to uh, be put in front of your jury? There are. And so, I, you know, I would encourage them to just get in contact with me direct. All they have to do is go on to that website, the PasadenaConcord.com website, and it'll bring them right through the different prompts they can apply. And, and, uh, and we'd love to be able to take a look at their exciting uh, vehicle. 
Sounds like fun. Rick, hey, thanks for coming back and sharing this inaugural event. Sounds like a blast. Again, you listeners can learn everything on the show notes page on the Cars Out website. Just type in Rick Barnett, B-A-R-N-E-T-T. You'll find two shows. The first talk we had back in May. If you missed that, you can listen, uh, but you can find his show notes page there and links to everything that he has shared. Rick, thanks for uh, coming back and sharing this exciting event with us. Sounds like a blast until you and I talk again. I'll see you either down the road or at the Coast to Copper Blossom Trail Run. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mark. You're welcome. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARS yeah when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!